moved on down to sweet home Alabama in 1974. Had to get out of Music City and I had to get off the road. Woman, she left and the people wouldn't let me sing nothing but them old sad songs. Had to get high so I wouldn't cry, you know, they hit pretty close to home. I'm feeling better now that I'm back on the road, getting it together between making and muscle shows. I tell you what, I'm feeling better because I'm back here at the old oak table. It is Saturday night. We are on episode number 35, Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. Boys? We're here. What's happening? Hello, hello. As as weird as it might feel, all here. All here. Around the the oak table. This is the first in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We've all been able to line it up last time. Yeah, Mark, yeah. you were somewhere. We were all somewhere. He was in. Was it? Was you were in D.C.? Yeah, it was. Yeah, you, you were in D.C. We did, and then we went to South Charleston. Carolina. We were Colorado. We were Wichita. We were all over the map. Did we? No, ben, you I guys. Think, no, I think we, we left you here at the fort yeah. to hold it down, Ben. I guess so. Gotta trust somebody with the Ford. I'm a loser, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the last one that we did. Was post? It was post Charles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Post Charles. I guess we were all here. No, I was. No, I was no. doing Mar- something. Family. You weren't in DC. You were in DC. No, DC no. was before Charleston. Yeah. Really? You? Oh, uh, some family stuff. There was family stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the you better the half was not feeling well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. Yep, yep. That's what it was. Well, well, it feels good to finally be. <laughs> And with the with the uh, we're such busy motherfuckers. <laughs> I know we can't even keep, keep up, up <laughs> with what's can't going keep on. Up. So um, you know, it's only been um, what two weeks since we did the last episode. Yeah, not long. Not long. Uh, in between, we yeah. uh, got out to Denver for IFTD. I'm sure we'll get back to that. Talk about a little bit of. Uh, what happened out west, but um, in the meantime, Mark, you've been gone away for the most um, extended period. What have you been up to lately? Mm. Fishing warmer waters. I think, uh, <laughs> did you and Ben go out fishing, I think? We did. Since we we did. last chatted. Yeah. We went, we went down by me. A week ago. Yeah. Melbourne way. South. Yeah. Oh, Grant. It was while you were out of town, Carl. So we is had fun. Grant north or south of Valkyria? Stay <laughs> what is that? So, <laughs> just, <laughs> so south. It's but they're like intertwined. It's like they call it Grant Valkyria, but it's like it kind of goes. So if you're dating a girl from Valkyria, <laughs> it's she intertwined. Could be from Grant, or she could be a Valkyrian. It, right. Well. 
I feel like it's the equivalent, and I don't know which one. If you're the dating night. a girl from Valkyria, you've got other things to worry about. Well, so, <laughs> and I don't know which one would be like the better one, but it'd be like the difference. <laughs> the difference between so dating rude. someone from Oak, like from New Smyrna and Edgewater. Like there's a difference, but I don't know which one's which. Oh, there's a big, right. di- there's yeah. a big difference. Well, right. I, okay, I, those. I know those two. The but, big difference is people that live in Edgewater love to say that they live in New Smyrna. And it's never reciprocated. No. 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 Nobody in New Smyrna says, no. I live in Edgewater. I live in Edgewater. Right. right. Um, so it goes like Melbourne, Ge- Valkyria, Grant, Sebastian. With, with Ben. Oh, it gets. Uh, geography is actually my jam. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Let's maps. be honest. I love listeners. Okay, well, geography well, right. is my so, shit. So, so <laughs> Sebastian Inlet. Yes. There is an airport in Sebastian. Yes. And then there's also an airport, I believe, in Valkyria. There is. There's the, I want to say it's like the Valkyria Municipal Airfield. Yeah. One of right the, by the grass. Course. One of the two of them is like big for um, skydiving. That would be Sebastian. That, well, they probably both are, but Mark, every time I've been fished in the Sebastian River, I, they're skydivers. Oh, yeah. And Nuts. then. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Deland, yeah, Mark's is, with me. Same. Deland is like the go land of, of like. So excited. Well, yeah, it's like the land of like falling bodies. It wasn't they so much the skydiving; it was watching the approach. Oh my gosh. Of the jump plane, dude, coming back in. Oh wild. yeah, yeah. The the crazy thing is, the jump plane like typically ties or beats this one beats the the skydivers beats, back yeah. down. Um, it's been years ago. Uh, probably not as I, I'm an old fucker now. Um, Same, don't worry. Doctor Chris, uh, my buddy Bridger, and I did a trip to South Andros, and we were fortunate enough to be able to bum an airplane to fly down there, and we left out of Massey Ranch, which we were all talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah. That the uh, the road. That used to have the signs low flying aircraft. Apparently, they've moved the road to the north a little bit. Long story short, Chris Bridger and I loaded up with uh, provisions for a long weekend, including fresh rotisserie chicken to bribe the customs agent oh, yeah. in Bahamas. And we take off, and our plan is to fly southbound. Till we get down to about Melbourne, mm-hmm. and then we were going to turn on course and head down to South Andros. And as we're flying south, we're VFR, so we're not under positive control from any uh, air traffic control agency. And we happen to look out the right side off the right wing, and I'm like, Canadian geese. What the? F-? <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, what is that? And there's skydivers, like, fucking <laughs> flying <laughs> through the falling. air, free-falling, uh, yeah, not next to the airplane, but, like, close enough that we're like, holy yeah. shit. But while hurtling through the air yes. in a little airplane to see, like, any moving... Human? Something. Right. It doesn't Hurt- matter. Human? Human matter. hurtling through the air yeah. next to the air. It could have been a bush. Either yeah. way. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. We were like, oh, shit, those are skydivers. And... Yeah. We're, and um, Titusville, for those of you that don't know, Titusville, for being such uh, a small little community, actually has two airports uh, mm-hmm. that are that's owned by the city. Yep. Uh, there's one on the north end of the city, 
And the bigger of the two at Tyco yep. is at the south end of the city. So anyway, um, yeah. It's so you can dodge the uh, the space shuttles. Well, well, the space shuttle landing <laughs> pad is on the east side of the river between those between two. Between the mm-hmm. two. So I have a, I'm going to say buddy loosely. I used to work with the guy. He's super embarrassed by this, but he doesn't listen to our show. Um <laughs> The Merritt Island Airport, where that runway comes yeah. in, he landed too low one day uh, and sank in the a, water. In the water, plane. yeah, nice. That yeah. happens. I don't want to say routinely, um, but but often enough. Um, I've flown in and out of the Merritt Island Airport probably twice, maybe mm-hmm. at least once. That's where uh, Jose Wahebi, um has a friend that lives in Merritt Island, um, Derek, and Jose would come up and stay at Derek's house. And before Jose uh, passed away, he had his aero comp and it's turbine powered. And there was an issue with the engine, whether it was like an annual inspection or a certain number of hours on the engine he had taken it to DeLand and needed to get some service done and back then I was working a a job that I spent an inordinate amount of time sitting in an office surfing Facebook and I got a, a text from Derek that was like, hey, Jose needs to go up to DeLand. The uh, Spanish fly plane is up there. And he needs to go up and talk to the mechanic. They're doing some work. Is there any way that you could fly down, pick him up, and take him to that uh, airport? It would save him like a tremendous amount of driving time. So I went and picked up Jose. I, I Flew from Orlando Executive over to um, Merritt. Merritt Island, picked him up. We flew to DeLand. He talked to whoever he needed to talk to, and then we flew back. So I've probably logged two landings at DeLand, or I'm sorry, Merritt at, at Merritt Island. But you're you're right. It's the the runway at Merritt Island actually probably a good third of the runway sticks out into. Is it the Banana River or is it Indian. the Indian River? Yeah, so it's the River, Indian yeah. River. Indian. And, and literally, if um, if you were to land short, you're going you swimming. Short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to go and, swimming. Uh, if anyone wants to send condolences, this man's name is Anton Schwing. Schwing. Um, and he Schwing. hates it when you do that. So we were, <laughs> we were at Keesler Air Force Base doing an install. They've got 12 of the simulators I used to do. Keesler is in... Biloxi. Biloxi, Biloxi Mississippi. Uh, Gulfport, Biloxi. Don't we know somebody that currently operates uh, C-130s out of that space? Uh, who is that? He's uh, he, he wears khakis. He's an okay pilot. Oh, is say, that where he's my, from? I think. Okay. I think so, Jake. Yeah, he does. But I get always get confused because he's he's a Delta pilot by day. Yes, and C one thirty pilot by weekend. Other day. By, by weekend. Weekend yeah. every other weekend. Right. Two two, two weeks, weeks a, a year. year on the right. monthly. On the monthly. Just like his wife. He he's trans. Um, ooh, <laughs> rude and ben. edgy. Ben, <laughs> wonderful. I've wonderful. had three shots. Of Have another. I'm awake, baby. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> roll. So speaking of Jake, Jake's Jake, gonna get pissed because Jake I is actually got the plane wrong. Transitioning. He is. No, oh, between yes, well, not between <laughs> man and woman. 
He's transitioning <laughs> to a new aircraft. New aircraft. So Whoa. he is in Atlanta for it's at least a month. Just learning a new aircraft. Training yes. and he, getting up he, to speed. He used to fly yeah. the MD-90s into Melbourne a lot. You're listening to... MD-11s, right? No, no, no. M- MD-80s. MD-80s and MD-90s. The 88s and 90s are what mostly fly into Melbourne. Okay. And he used to fly those a lot. He'd go there. Uh, and some some dirt hole place in Louisiana. <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh wait, that was that's wow. rude that was to assume that New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Yeah. Um, that was really rude no, to assume that all of Louisiana <laughs> isn't a dirt hole. <laughs> well, so ask someone who used to live there. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, but Jake lives. I want to say he lives north of Lake Pontchartrain. Um, the mainland. Not mainland. Are we, are we the mainland. Slidell? Covington, no. Mandeville? I want to say Covington sounds good. I was going to say Mandeville. We're going to get the biggest like, Mandible. fact check I was gonna say on Mandible. Instagram like 20 minutes after this podcast goes live. That's okay. Um, he was flying into Houston a lot, flew to Mobile a lot. Now, his, I believe his route's changing to L.A. Oh, is and, it going to? Yeah, because I think he's... he's, he's so he's on an airplane. So he's got to change his... He is going to be flying, you know, and that's the funny thing, so... So he's got to change his Airline. handle to Jake's a reasonable pilot. <laughs> I like that. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I think it should be Jake is a bus driver mm-hmm. because he's oh, going to be on the he's going to be on the Airbus on the Airbus. So uh, he, he drives a Skybus. <laughs> you know when I when I knew that he was going to be um, spending some time up Atlanta way, I said, "Damn." You've got to reach out to Sam Bailey. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. oh you yeah. need to Good reach out to Sam boy. Bailey. Um, Jesus loves musky. Up towards Cartersville, mm-hmm. and Sam can show you a good time. And the last time I spoke with Jake, Sam can also between blow things up with explosives. But, so that's cool. Between <laughs> your bus. Jake um, doing his best to insult me and degrade me, mm-hmm. um, I, I was able to ask, "Have you talked to Sam yet?" And he's like, oh, no, 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 I haven't gotten to that. And I'm like, that's you're where you're out. fucking up. Yeah. That is well, where you're fucking I, up, sir. I talked to Jake on the phone within this, like, between Sunday and now. Right. Because uh, ironically, he's he's got some engine troubles, and he, he thought it was the ECM, and he wanted to find one to, like, swap into first. I told him it was a coil pack. Well... Blake told him it wasn't ECM either. Or but cylinder. I told him, I was like, he's like, do you, does anybody know where I can borrow one to test? I said, give me five minutes. I made a call and I was like, I got your ECM. He was pretty shocked. Um, so is that what it ended up being? He doesn't know yet. Blake <laughs> has since told him it's not that. And I forget what it is. I don't trust Blake <laughs> at all. So, I mean, hold on. So did, did Blake not um, service your engine prior to the <laughs> prototype so, going to South Carolina. Yes or no? <laughs> this is not fair. Yeah, uh, this d- is unfair. <laughs> yes. Okay, and how well is your engine running on one cylinder? On one cylinder? <laughs> great. It, I'll say, pretty damn good. Um, for one cylinder, So to be rips. fair, for, before anyone gets... It's a 12 and a half horse shape, now. It is a 12 and a so half So it horse. rips pretty good. Uh, still more horses than I've ever owned in my life. Um, <laughs> the only thing he did before Charleston was the carburetor. Nothing to do with actual like annual service. It was just cleaning my carburetor and putting it back together. Mm-hmm. Um, that part runs did he impeccably. Did he like cup your carburetor or just rebuild it? Um, or did he blow on it? 
Caressing. Did he check the read? <laughs> Did he check the reeds on your carburetor? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Did he balance your reeds? So here's what I know. I know it was 11:30 at night the day before we drove to Charleston <laughs> to together. I didn't care what he did as long as he That's did why it quickly, we feel like and it's I can drive home. Uh, <laughs> I do clean out your jets. I do want to be right. careful because, like he, he does have a company where he fixes motors. And he's very good and very talented. Um, <laughs> but we get him when he's not good. <laughs> but we get we get him at 11:30 at night. We get 11:30 yeah. at night, yeah. eight beers deep. You right. know, hold on. Uh, so, so I'm glad that you said eight beers deep. Um, <laughs> it is October. It is October. How did uh, sober September oh, yeah. go for for everybody? Um, Mine, pretty great, <laughs> great, fantastic. Did you you quit? Um, but, but that was justified because you started in so I started, August, right? I started. There's always an adjustment. No, I yeah. started five days early and I quit like and day early. Uh, it was a little more than day. It was like three days early. It was three days early, but like <laughs> I gonna, ripped everybody else though. Like I oh, you won. did good. You did good. Like I ran um, through the tape, you know. <laughs> you I ran finished. Through, ran through the like, the beam. You know what I mean? How like, could he help it if like... he runs through September faster than everybody else? <laughs> Carl, Carl's quick. Yeah, Carl's quick. He's, he's very on, spry. He's on that yeah. month time. He's very spry. I hauled ass through a September. <laughs> uh, it's a leap year. September's only got twenty-seven days. <laughs> right. right. Um, That's right. Sober September was good. It was decent. It was fun, man. It was it was like a funny thing. God, we got so much work done. It was it was ridiculous. Life was on plane. Oh, we were wonderful. <laughs> Not only was it on plane, it was hauling ass. Yeah, it was cooking. Too much to take, really. About Highway September twenty fifth, danger. A little zone. too much to take. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Blake <laughs> Blake participated what? in sober September for. At it, least it, five to seven days of the entire month. Yeah. <laughs> Off and on. I was yeah. say, and not like in a row. Um, yeah. So, was, so, pause, so it was like so cumulative like, 30 days. Oh, no, no. He's, no. he's from, from the beginning of the he's year got a week. now, he hasn't gone 30 days. <laughs> like, at all. But I'm going to make a request for everybody... Like, Blake's got a couple friends that listen, and they've got a pretty bad habit of, like, tipping him off to, oh, they talked about you on the podcast. Don't say squat. Right. When he listens to it, I want him to, I want it to be fresh. I want there to be no right. anticipation. Like a nice organic. Organic. Right. And, and Blake, we're only talking about you because we really actually really like you as a person. We don't think you're an alcoholic. <laughs> um, but if you are, that's okay. But we're just saying you didn't do sober September. You called it. Slim down September because you drink less beers and you did like at least four less beers it was than four percent less beers. Yeah, we went from a nightly to Bud Lights. Oh, right. so some percentage went mm-hmm. down. So you could have partaked in O'Doul's NA, right? Oh yeah, for the flavor. Oh. Uh, yeah, for the flavor. Yeah, so <laughs> that's, I saw that's the people do. Heineken yeah. does that now. Huh? Oh, uh, have you got, have you guys shit. seen? Okay, so this is the beer of choice around the old oak table. Have you guys seen that they came out with a, a light? I did. It's already pretty yes. light. Of, they did uh, a light. They did a uh, what's <laughs> the white, white girl version? But uh, they don't call it. They don't call it light. Like I, I can't even remember. I, I saw. Can't remember. I was, I saw yeah. I so saw we did the what's, what's their APA? Mm. Remember the APA? Oh, yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah. So we did that terrible. one night oh, here actually, I with like Ben. That. It was it was pretty good. Ben was here. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Other Ben, not you. <laughs> are you talking? Are you talking the careless one? Yeah, careless Ben, not careless Ben. Colorado <laughs> situation. Um, hey Ben. Um, hey Ben. Hey. Hey Ben. No. Um, they also have like a spritzer. What? What did a white seltzer? girls? Yeah, like seltzer. White girls drink now. <laughs> are you they? talking White Claw? Yeah, like White Claw. Natural Ice has got one. There's all kind of. There's like that's claws. taken off. Uh, so. A lot we'll of throw, while we're throwing people <sighs> that start with B under the bus, mm-hmm. uh, went to fly tying yesterday, and Brad Smith was. I called him on the way there to see if he was going to make it, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm on my way to Wawa to get beers." I go in, and it's like a it's like a tall boy white claw that Brad Smith is just chugging down black cherry. That's said, not beer. I said, "That's not beer." He goes, "There's <laughs> there's beer in the car. This is fine. This uh, is fine." <sighs> it, but it wasn't fine. It's not like. You grabbed a hot white claw out of your car because that was all you had. That right. thing was cold, and you chose to. It was fresh. Don't, don't defend him, Mark. So, <laughs> <laughs> Carl, just so you know, Tecora says that she can't. Um, hey, girl. Even? She says she's checking in. She mm-hmm. can't call you because you're on the cast. Oh, okay. Fair. Uh, she says she Take might time. not know much about fishing, but I know all about the white claw. <laughs> so mean, that surprises Cajun me. lady. That surprises me 0%. Right. In fact, and I don't know your drinking habits, Tecora, other than a quick like interlude of watching on the boat, but I'd say you're probably watching. a professional. <laughs> Not watching her. Watching watch people watching. Right. Okay, so Johan, because um, no, no. we're doing Instagram Live, so when people are listening to this, you got to understand we're, we're horsing What's around. Mr. We're, doing? we're horse playing. He says that he's a steel reserve guy. Oh. Oh, he's a I head. I don't oh. believe it. Which is, no. no. Johan. Johan, you're a liar. You are a Heineken or a Stella Artois kind of guy. Uh, There's no doubt about Artois and Johan being in the same sentence. Uh, There's no way he's doing the steel reserve. Which, hey, Johan, while while we've got you on the the Insta Live, what does it take to get invited to go Uh, bone fishing? I need some bones. That's what I want to know. It's a challenge. Johan, bring steel reserve. We'll all drink them together. Oh, Mr. Steel Reserve Man. This could be fun. Right. <laughs> I mean, it could end up like the Natty Rush. Right. Ooh. Under a bridge. Ben yeah. says that he can drink two <laughs> for one steel reserves. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Siddig said that? I don't, I don't remember that coming out of my mouth. Um, full disclosure, I'm not even sure what a steel reserve is. Oh, my God. Oh, oh Jesus. Well, oh, man. man. <laughs> Baby. First off, my Baby. beard knowledge, my beer knowledge went with the beard. Okay, I, I don't know this. So, anymore. so all right, let's talk about the beard. Yeah, it, so what happened, Ben? Um, all right, was this a trimming accident, or did you like no, literally no, decide was, that this was intentional? It, it was just time to trim okay. down I, a little bit. I do know it's steel. Carl, will you is. grab me a, a cold uh, beverage while you're in there? To defend my honor, I do know what Steel Reserve is. I had to look it up, but I do know now. I mean, I knew before. Um, so the beard, it was just getting a little much. The There was becoming a lot of split ends. Um, and they were... I, I stopped the motherfucking line too early. That's why I said that now. There was a lot of wow. split ends. Like, you'd look down, and it looked like a snake tongue just coming off a lot of beard hairs. But moreover, what really caused it is working in the boats, it would get so tangled 
that I would have to spend a pretty healthy amount of time at the end of the day, like getting it untangled and then in the morning like trying to keep it from getting tangled it just became too much work than i wanted to deal with old tangle beard tangle beard snaggle beard if you will <laughs> that's um, better than a snaggle puss well that's what i derived it from um <laughs> derived yes i, I use past <laughs> is that derived in well it's it was combining two right. it was intentional um <laughs> So I shaved it. <laughs> well, actually, I cut it and then shaved, shaved it. it. Right. Um, I I bet he was nervous the whole time, dude. <laughs> I had anxiety. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, and I know we're clearly talking about two different things right, right. now, but we're gonna roll with it, and I'm gonna keep living in my innocent little world. <laughs> uh, I cut my beard and then went and got a haircut and then trimmed it in with a razor. I hate it. Um, I miss it. Um, it's coming back. I'm going to look up how to prevent split ends in my beard. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to try hey, to regrow any listeners have out. any, like, uh, tips? Con- Conditioner, um, Ben. Well, Condition- I, main and so tail. I, no, no, main and tail is garbage. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you I don't have... want to put animal products in your beard? <laughs> it's not that to, I don't want to put animal products. I just want to put ends. the right animal pro- I'm okay. thinking, like, horseshoe crab or seahorse oil. To make it do what it needs to do, but dude, I, we I had, can't confirm this. Wow, dude! Mark and I had Horseshoe like a crab funny oil is like seriously <laughs> so high end stuff. Not only is it you high end, had, you had a stupid funny, expensive. You had a funny story about there was some. Uh, we we're at Marine Discovery earlier, and you were talking about you were doing some testing, and there was some you were looking through concrete. Yeah. Okay. So, and there were like no radiation, no radiation. <laughs> And <laughs> dude, it, Mark Shannon and I, and I was like, I haven't microwaved a horseshoe crab in like years. <laughs> so they looked at me like the fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, and, they don't get our humor. And you, you should you should have looked at him square in the face and be like, it just makes the meat a little tough when you microwave. Like, it. It's better to too rubbery. It. <laughs> oh. Horseshoe crab on the half shell, baby. Mm-hmm. That. Not gonna sound. You know, I'll like, be honest with you it though. Sound terrible. In, in all seriousness, so we went by a Marine Discovery Center today. Um, we did to make the donation from all the money that was raised from the dinghy derby and poker run. Um, super, super appreciative of all the support that you guys, our listeners, provided. Um, you're going to make a super big, real difference mm-hmm. in them accomplishing their mission. And they were telling us about the fact that they're doing some work currently. Um, this is the time of year when horseshoe crabs are mating. So they actually have people that are out doing surveys and, I started to say to Jess, who runs the conservation and the restoration portions of the programming at MDC, there's been a serious drop-off in the number of horseshoe crabs that I've seen personally in the lagoon. Like, used to anywhere from, like, parking lot five, if you're familiar with the lagoon, moving all the way, like, south against the east shoreline right. or the, 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 the east, back of the beach. The east yeah. wall, the, the back yeah. side of the beach, used to be covered in horseshoe crabs. 
and you just don't see as many anymore. So. I remember kind of happening upon particular areas. Um, the Safety Harbor was one. Mm-hmm. If you saw like any kind of sand, uh-huh. covered. Covered. Per, well, like a particular time like, of year. Just yeah. nuts. Okay. You just go nuts. So, so time to tell a story. Um, kind of, you know, on your own self. There's been a couple of times, no more than two, maybe three. Um, I've been like pulling the skiff, somebody on the bow of the boat. It's like tail, one o'clock, 75, 80 feet it's out. on. Yeah. All right, get ready, get ready. Get your shit, get your shit squared away. 75, You're, 80 feet. We'll be, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're pulling down. We're halfway pulling, there. Pulling, 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 pulling. And you get to it, and you're like, motherfucker. It's a dead. Oh, floating. Oh, floating. Yeah. 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 yeah, a floating yeah. horseshoe crab. Yeah, that, they, like, they bob. Yeah, yeah, they bob up and yeah. down. And you're like, uh, I guess it's not a redfish right. after all. And that used to be a common occurrence. Not anymore. I see uh, it a lot in the river. I, and, and Pineda way, I what see is, it. What is bit. the word I'm looking for? Um Sentinel species. Um, oh, so the, the blue crabs by the shop—they're the Keystone, Keystone, keystone Sentinel species. Yeah, species yeah. Whatever. And it's like something that um, the the biologists have identified that like the overall health of this estuary can right. be measured by looking at this the health place. of this particular right. species. Right. This species is declining. Right. The overall estuary is declining. Right. Um, so, like, I think in the same, on the same, I don't know, token, if the health of that species is not good in that area, the health of that species isn't good. I would agree. Yeah. So, we have those, uh, and this is something really fun and just insane uh, about when I moved to like East Central Florida, the land crabs. Yeah. But they're the blue land yeah, crabs. Yeah, 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 so there was land crabs in South Florida, and I thought I was knew what's up. But uh, I got held up by a <laughs> land crab. You had a knife? No, I threw a fucking uh, screwdriver at him because I was like, fuck you. And he snatched it. And I have a photo. I think I've it's on my Instagram. He's got a He's Phillips head <laughs> screwdriver He's in his claw, just like at the camera. And I'm like, I got to take a picture of this. Oh, this is fucking no. insane. Nobody's going to believe and this. And then our shop, yeah. they come in all the time. Yeah. So they just roll up t- in, in uh, up Holly there? Hill. Yeah. yeah. No way. You guys yeah. have land crabs yeah. up there? Like we saw two of them the other night. I've seen no. a couple here in the Taylor Park, but like probably the last one that I saw, I was like, oh shit, there's a land crab. But it was like sick. It was like they look the next, super the, weird. The next day it was yeah. like dead in the front yeah. yard or whatever. So yeah. I ate it. Yeah, nice. Fuck yeah. Maybe stronger. Yeah. Huh. No, it did. The yeah. Strength of a grown man and a baby crab. <laughs> 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 when, when we were in South Andros, um, there's there's apparently a lot of land crabs in South Andros, and apparently they're a del, uh, delicacy. Um, so there's a season. There's like for a them. weird, like red one. Uh, that's I what I was. And, yeah. It's a coconut. And, yeah. And and the the guy that was the bartender at the little bar by Little Creek that we were hanging out drinking beers was like, oh, you, you come out back, man. You've uh-huh. got to see the crabs, man. 
And we went out back, and he literally had taken, um, like, pallets and formed, like, this corral. <laughs> and he throws back this... He had he had a tarp over top of it. So rolls the, the tarp back, yeah. and it's just alive with all yeah. these crabs mm. in there. And apparently, they catch the crabs. They go out at night. They catch them. They mm-hmm. put them in a pen, yeah. and I I believe they feed them um, like cornmeal to like freshen them up. I don't know. Probably to and get the, the salmon like it, uh, you do yeah. with. Uh, and then they get sold in crawfish. Nassau. Yeah. It's like a big deal. So we're back in the bar after he shows us this um, pen full of uh, land crabs, and he wants us to try land crab. And, and you were like, like, oh. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. When in Rome. Can I get another right. beer? Yeah. But we tried it, and it was good. Um, I don't know that I would. They definitely look like some weird, like salmon heading up river to like die. Yeah. yeah They're like, like on dead. a mission to mate or something, and they just, they look. We, they look like they're methamphetamines. Well, it, it's really <laughs> they're angry. It's, it's holding me up with a screwdriver. So why, yeah. why do we not have more of them than no kill? Because they're all in Holly Hill, right? With us, <laughs> right? Hollis Hill, if you will, right? And Ooh. it just the uh, one got in the shop one night and we didn't know it was up. We were outside and Ty starts going ballistic. Oh freaking yeah, freaking out at these like pieces of wood. I'm like, God, what's wrong with this dog? And well, it was, it was. By, well, it's, what, what it's more is wrong with this dog? Exactly. Like right. what, what, what sticks right. up his butt tonight? Right. So it wound up being the crab. He was freaked out by it. He had a crab up his butt. No, but it was. He was. It was doing everything to get hit in the face with it. So I, I got it out of the way. But then, like, I found it, like I guess if you run him over, like your tire will pop. Um, yeah, it's a like tire. deal. Yeah. No, I was told. <laughs> Don't be rude. Car tire. Is that what's happening then? <laughs> I guess I'm running over a lot right, of land crabs. What, yeah, um, land crabs everywhere. I my tire luck not that great lately. We've got a um, reasonable tire situation. What is it? Do, um, as you go south, um, is it Fort Pierce or Vero that happens first? Vero, Vero. Vero. Yeah. So if you're on like A1A mm-hmm. near Vero, yep. Isn't there like a Disneyish property right in there? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, there is. It's like a Disney Vacation Club property right oh, there in probably, Vero. Yeah. yeah. And on A1A, like, talk about Land Crab Central. Just yeah. There's crushed land crab all over the place there. It's like insane. It's right by crabs. there by the Tire Kingdom. Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a scheme, really. Right. The um, Some of their best salesmen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're salty dogs. The, but apparently you can measure that whole thing like we're talking it's about. Another keystone. Yeah, by like, I don't know Daytona area, whatever. The amount of that are a there. different type of crabs. <laughs> yeah, there there is a very weird strain that roams. <laughs> that's scabies. Up there. Are those <laughs> scabies? <laughs> are those nass crabs? <laughs> different. <laughs> Completely different. The. Uh, God, what a world we live in. I don't know. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. <laughs> the, one, the one where NASCAR. It's a beautiful place, supreme. but sometimes the people aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the, what's the model for Hollisville? Uh, raise hell, praise Dale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of where we're at. Um, and then there was Biketoberfest. 
There was. Yep. Let's, so let's talk about my so fest a little bit. I, I missed that because I was in. Good yeah, I was gone. I was, I was out Good of town. Lord. I was gone. I was out west. The funny thing I about wasn't. this whole part of the world. Did you guys have else. like a shit ton of rain on like yes. Saturday? Yes. 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 It blew it out. But. It's turned into like a weird like retirement party. Yes. What? Like really? like there's not like young Harley there's geezers yeah. that are out running around it's just living full their best geezer trikes. Like, oh yeah, just yeah. Like geezer Harley time. Okay, so full disclosure, Harley's Harley's aren't like aren't my jam. Mm-hmm. Triumph all the way. But like a motorcycle, I can I can look at a motorcycle and be like, okay, I understand how that might be cool. It might be fun. Yeah, it is. It's like flying. I am skeeved the fuck out <laughs> by trikes. Yeah, because some of the people that you see on trikes, it's like, like last leggers. What? Yeah, yeah, like, they're on just, the way out. Just yeah. fucking give it up. They're man. just trying to ride that fucker right into like heaven. Was it live free, ride hard? <laughs> yeah. it, it's something like live that. Young die so, fast. I mean, God bless Harley Davidson. They've like uh, they they've nailed marketing. I'll bet. Well, no, I'll bet that they they fought it at first, and then they're like, you know what? These fucking people are are clinging so hard at living the last few years of the oh, life. Yeah. They can't hold a bike up. Doesn't matter if it's yeah. a seven fifty or a twelve hundred. Like. We'll just put an extra wheel on it, and they'll fucking buy it. Good. So I thought about that because it's it's oh at like, one point <laughs> I think it's still for sale. I don't think he sold it. Flip Pallet was selling his bike, and my first please thought, tell me he's not getting a trike. My first thought was, I wonder what color his trike is going to be. Purple. I, I think it will be. I'm rooting for it. I want to see. I want rain. nothing more. <laughs> Because now you can put a tow hitch on it. Did you I see? I really did want you see to see the Yeti color matched trike rolling with a freaking Eldora behind it. It's on my Christmas list flip. So did you see that? Um, Get on it. He prepared and cooked a venison some meatloaf on his Traeger like last week. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. You no. know that was the first thing that that. I cooked on the Traeger was a meatloaf. I don't, and it was good. It was oh, really I was thinking good. about that the other day. So when I saw he did the venison meatloaf, I was like, mm, damn, that that probably is pretty tasty. Um, we had quite the response to our last offer mm-hmm. um, on the last episode of if you want a Traeger, give us a jump on it a quick uh look on the old website at forward slash traeger unfortunately that deal has kind of expired but we will uh hopefully be able to help everybody out right before christmas so uh we'll see but uh yeah like i'm always a little bit taken back by some of the stuff that flip ends up doing um i've gone snipe hunting uh not in the traditional sense where you hold a bag and you stand out in the middle of the Mm -hmm, forest mm -hmm. and uh, your friends leave you there's actually snipe it's a bird (laughs) here in the marsh here in central florida and i saw i want to say little they're tiny they're they're, it's like finch hunting but but i saw that like he prepared them by frying them like whole, whole, right? So yeah. and I, I was like, like "Beaks crunchies, fuck though." So when in the spook days, we used to pass <laughs> stands where they'd fry up whole 
birds like that. Parakeets? Oh, little yeah. tiny. Like a little yeah. Cornish yeah. hen. Dude, well, they'd go nuts. You'd go to a, like you'd be outside of school and that'd be like the concession stand outside for kids <laughs> to get a snack. See this fried foot. Oh. <laughs> foot. It was well, I'll so be honest chicken nugget. The the <laughs> More snipe, or less. the snipe that he cooked most recently, I think it was uh, honestly in like a cast iron skillet. Yeah. I was like, "Damn. Mm-hmm. I think I might go snipe hunting this year." I'm down. From what I heard, it's not. It's like a little kind of like a sandpiper. Ride shit, the right? river and wait yeah. for them to pop up and bang and. Oh, they're fun to shoot. Yeah. They're fun to shoot. Oh, let's talk about shooting. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. We Hit did me, the. Uh, we did the. Uh, my buddy Joe and I did the three hundred eight. Was it three hundred eight? Yeah, right with the big scope on it. We were shooting a can, like mega, across the field. We like walked across the like pasture, stuck it on a tree branch. We we're over there shooting and shooting away. And this is on your trip out. To oh the, yeah, uh, oh yeah. You just yeah, you're just shooting out to nowhere, shooting and shooting and oh, I got it. And he he got in a prone position, laid on the ground, and shot at it and shot it. Well, we didn't realize. You just shoot right through the can. It doesn't like move the can or blow right. up the can. Right. So we just like peppered the can. And we walked over there. We're like, oh, we got it. Wait, <laughs> we got it again. <laughs> so this can't just not much of a, just a kind of a ghost of a can. We're pretty good at this. How you can start doing it. If you start filling them up with water. Yeah. And, and putting them right side up. They'll explode. Yeah. It's awesome. We put them like, like stuck the mouth yeah. like onto a branch. It wouldn't go in anywhere. Yeah, we set yeah, it this, like straight this up goes and down. right through. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> in and out. We took. I took a couple photos to try to like demonstrate how far this was, and I couldn't really like take a. It's it's hard to gauge distance. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's far. Yeah, very. It's like, a health. It's, yeah, it's a healthy shot to hit that. Game. Yeah, you'd have put a deer down. Oh yeah, like confidently, yeah. and it was like. The scope, you'd have to like kind of look through the scope, look through the other eye, and then just really search around. <laughs> You're just looking like zigzagging. Through, oh, there it is. And look through the scope and then try to hold it still. I'm like, I just, I'd rather fish probably at the end of the day. <laughs> let's be honest. So you were trying to use Kentucky windage with a scope. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's the only way I shoot. Right. <laughs> I, there's no math. Yeah. I was like, ah. <laughs> oh. Got it. Yeah, breathe in and hold it. And so, speaking of shooting, I don't know if it was Twitter or on Instagram. I saw a photo of a vehicle that had crashed into a sign at the entrance of a Target. <laughs> so it was the, it was, yes. it was, it was the target yeah, yeah, sign, yeah, yeah. and this. the car was crashed like into the into like the seven o'clock position. Yeah, and it. it was like, and it said, like almost got it or something. Three right, four up. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I get it. This is great. Oh man! So that wasn't like a common occurrence. Not a big like shooter not a big like range guy or rifle guy or whatever but you had to find something to do out there yeah yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely other than drive or something so did you get to meet any like cool militia members while you're out there i feel like they were looking at me f- 
like from their stands uh-huh. <laughs> to the thing, but I didn't like they didn't come down and like introduce themselves. <laughs> I still had a Florida tan, so they weren't sure. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't prospecting you. No, yeah, uh, but it but we did just it wasn't we didn't have to go to like a a range. As nobody lives. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, that way. Yeah. Nobody lives east. Right. So you don't period. have to worry. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like for a mile or for two miles. Nobody lives east of here. And I mean, pause. Even if they were, nobody in right. their right mind is going to walk into. Yeah, somebody like else is. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's also a really long walk. To be honest, we did find the dogs that we knew were around. Because it's like just that's a it's a country, so there's neighborhood dogs that just run around. Yeah, yeah. and they're nice. They're yeah. there's a big, nice golden retriever, a pretty dog, you know. But it's it's learned if it's just running around its few acres. If it goes over one acre, it's another house that probably has a snack, and it looks mm, with his big puppy dog yeah. eyes, and he gets dinner there too. Yeah. So you have this kind of rotation. <laughs> It's a big Rottweiler, big pretty Rottweiler, and a big uh, golden retriever comes around. You have two hundred pounds of dog, dude, at your house. Just maybe for one a or snack. two times a day. So we look for them first before we start before. shooting rifles. <laughs> oh, country living. <laughs> so, did, did you see any cornfields while you were driving out there? Carl? You know, believe it or not, man, corn, soy, big business. Yeah. Soy, yeah. Yeah. Corn, soy, wheat. Did you see any sunflowers? You know, not not a whole hell of a lot, to be completely honest with you. Maybe in the wrong I was, area. I was, I was hoping for like a picture of Carl out in the middle of a sunflower like field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I may have missed the the like photo op. You know, out right. with the corn. <laughs> Carl of the corn. <laughs> oh, that would have been creepy. That would have been good. Well, tell you what, let's go ahead and start thinking about taking a little potty break. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we come back, we will start talking about maybe, I don't know, IFTD or something. I dig. Maybe fishing. Maybe. Stuck in the mirror Forget about the poor Cause I don't like the word And I need to know the name of my neighbor I am not known if I'm not seen or heard And I am afraid of that which I do not know So why don't I just ask your fucking name Justice just gets buried in a white light there was a time we call a shame All right, so the question I have for you guys based on my experience out in Colorado, mm-hmm. what makes 
a good podcast host. Hmm. Hmm. The I reason mean, the reason I ask, uh, unfortunately, I missed the oh the seminar opportunity uh, the seminar uh, yeah. and it wasn't just a seminar, Mark. It was a master's class. Oh, it was a master's class in podcasting, and it was covering how to start a podcast, how to select a podcast host. So we shall never be. Is that what you're saying? We didn't see the class, so so we suck. We shall let. Uh, Forever, like well, wish. I don't know. Do, I mean, do you genuinely think that we suck? I oh, think heck that no. I no. think that we no, have a what we fairly so here good following. Like, there's a weird like it, radio component of that where it's like, hey, welcome to WTKZ. Well, but let's pause on that. That's what I. That's what I love about ours is we don't have that. It's like, not the fakeness, feel, but no. you have to, it's reasonably like. You have to be kind of smooth, keep the well, conversation Smooth going. and guiding. I think that's probably really the key. Is right. You can't be overbearing and like, no, I'm going to dictate how you answer this question and do this. But if you can guide and like, think of it kind of like oars on a drift boat. And I have zero experience with this. <laughs> oars on a drift boat. Like, All right. you're not trying to paddle Wait. upstream and he, row that boat upstream. You're talking about Like, yours on a drift like, boat? Hewers d'oeuvres. Um, <laughs> you're guiding. You're using it to guide that drift boat through the river. It's going down the river either way. I actually, <laughs> I actually talked to <laughs> several do. different people while I was out there, and in a humorous way, we were we were discussing the fact that there had been, and and it seems as though the Trey Chic thing. In fly fishing right now is you got to have a podcast, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the fact that the quote unquote masters class was talking about how to select a host, the overriding feedback I was getting was if you're having to figure out how to pick a host, yeah, you're you've done. already you, you're already done yeah, because you're the yeah. authenticity of is your gone. podcast gone. is gone like right. you don't pick the host more so than if you have decent conversation to begin with it, it should just happen it just does. Yeah. yeah um i mean if you were I'd, a big outfitter like sims maybe you would want to bring in like, hey, this is yeah, but know. okay. So let's, let's talk. Just a, let's a talk general, about that a bit. Like us. So so prior to going out to Denver, uh, we had done a podcast, and I believe we talked a little bit about travel mm-hmm. and how you know do do you look at something that you see on social media and go, wow, what a fucking amazing destination. How do I get there? Or do you look at it and say, that would be fun to go there, but I would rather go there with a group of cool guys. Mm -hmm. And as a result of what we talked about on the podcast, we followed it up with that similar question on Instagram. And most everybody said, I don't give two shits what the quote unquote influencer right. did or where they yeah. went. I would rather hear from a trusted friend about where I should go. Yep. Right. Um, to that end, when it comes to podcasting, 
like we said, it, it's kind of the the nouveau thing to do. But most of the podcasts that are coming online are, I would call the genre. Like, okay, what we're doing, we're just we're just four guys that are full uh, of shit having a good time. Having a good time. Yeah. yeah. And 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 that resonates. Uh we're we're trying to keep it real. We do our best. Um I think our versus versus a podcast that's sponsored and created solely for the purpose of what what Scripted. I would call branded content. Right. Um I'm only gonna talk to my ambassadors. Right. Um, I'm going to talk okay. to the people that have been helping me over the past few years promoting these destinations. Mm-hmm. Um, Something there, makes... There's one in particular, and I'm sorry, Carl, yeah. I didn't mean to yeah, cut yeah, you off, that I was, I personally, I'm not going to speak for you guys, I was downright fucking offended that it was, um, oh God, what were the, what were the, the words that they used to describe? It was like, um, it wasn't qualified, but it was something along the lines of basically, you know, the people that you're going to hear on this podcast are, are of the level that you should like look up to and, and, and take their, no. uh, their opinions to be That's like, fucking gross. I can't yeah. listen to this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. I couldn't get past the yeah. description. I was yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? Of who? Yeah. And I hate the presentation of of the like professional and I like it's it's a weird it's a weird thing for me in any like scope of any business of any industry of any anything like I'm the authority well, it's the who said it's the silent professional those are the guys you yeah. want to watch and learn from if you have to tell people that you're the like, shit. Hey, yeah. no, I'm a celebrity. No, I'm a this. Oh, that. yeah. You're I'm the, the authority yeah. on. Really? I'm, cool, I'm an expert. Yeah. I'm a professional. I'm a, I'm a, I do this mm-hmm. and that. I'm, a, I'm the best guy you mm-hmm. can get. Like, you're, pro- you're probably not. Because right. the guys who are doing it and out being authentic and genuine, like, you don't have That's to. That's weird part, even when the, so kind of locally, and this isn't like in the fly fishing world. This is just... Like charter captains, yeah. You would you have never heard of the guy that I see every day, like passing, yeah, on the canal, going to with a sold trip full of clients every single day. Never, I've never heard of him. I can't find him on Instagram. I don't. There's no rap on the boat. There's no, you know, it's not some big badass like thing. It's there's a lot of the industry and even like into fly fishing, you know, if you knock it way back that are out there every day doing their thing, opening their fly shops every morning and, or, you know, or on the river or whatever, that's <laughs> somebody fucking or something. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> that are, you know, it's, it's not always what you see. Yeah. And, and what you see is, Ten or fifteen percent. Here we go. Here we go. So, there's a particular podcast that just started that uh, is what you listen to when you want to hear the most accomplished, accomplished, 
Mm. Interesting. Must be a, they must be learned doctors. and legitimate. Oh, people wow. from throughout the world <gasps> of fly fishing and adventure travel. Oh, keep going, Larry. <laughs> and the only thing I can think is Larry. I'm almost there. <laughs> luminary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that word. Yeah. yeah. And 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 like you lost me when it when it was. Um, the most accomplished to who? Yeah, well, to fucking like, who? Exactly. What, mean? what have you? What did like, you accomplish? Yeah. Did you accomplish a cool trip that somebody paid for? Yeah, great. Did That's you accomplish awesome, everyone man. thinking you're cool? Oh, like there are accomplished. You're there, but man. I don't care about yeah. your IGFA records. It's not accomplished to me. All right, I'm not yeah, doing that because so. you had to go off some obscure brim on fly with one pound half pound tackle. Like, All right. who cares about your records? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so anyway, that that yeah. was that was the beginning of ICAST for me. I I arrived and I was like, man, I'm really bumming because I honestly did want to sit in on that seminar just to be able to sit in the back and kind of chuckle and, and think, yeah, wow, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do. Cool, we're not doing it. Um, that's what I'm supposed to do. Okay, cool, we're not doing it. Yeah. Um, well, I we I had a little conversation earlier today or yesterday, and it was like uh, we had a, a kind of a, a precipice of our situation lately with the beer with April Bokey. April right. Bokey's accomplished. Yeah. Yes. Well known, and she's been doing this for a while. She's a great podcast, and. I was like, fuck, man. Like, that's pretty cool that, you know, we've got links to our show through somebody that's been in the in no. the game for a right. while. You yeah. know what I mean? In, in the, the fold. Game, and, respect and, and, and yeah, looked it up to. Absolutely. And not by any kind of weird means, just the fact that and they're here and doing say, it. Like, you're not going to hear April Vokey say, I'm a really accomplished angler. Right. Right. Lodge owner. I think did she own, mm-hmm. a, own a lodge at one point or worked for a lodge? You know, I think I'm yeah, guiding these, so for sure. You need to take yeah. my podcast seriously. Yeah. But it's like it's just really weird to hear like anybody tell me how awesome they are. Yeah, because I don't. I can't hear it anymore, man. It's everybody's that cool. Yeah, there's an internet and there's. I, I need followers and I need this and I need that. There's like a lot of like because well, you can get paid for it now. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but the like I'll tell for you, it's kind of a lot. Let me tell you like how many sick redfish I've caught <laughs> in the last mm, fucking million weeks. None, <laughs> zero. You know what I mean? Like I, it's not like I know. There's not my my. I, for, since I've been into fly fishing, I've done what I've called the hunt for Red October, where right. I want a redfish October. I've never done it. Right. I either get too busy working and don't get to fish, or when I fish, the redfish don't eat. I went Tuesday. Right. Redfish yeah. weren't playing ball. Right. And it's, you know, when the things trout were, the reality of what you do and, like, what you catch and, you know, whatever. It's, it's not always internet show-off worthy. Yeah. So to see somebody, it's like, oh, look at this. Oh, sick. Yeah. I'm the best. Look at cool, this man. flower I Yeah, picked. cool, man. Tell me all about it. <laughs> I can't. That's something I just cannot take seriously whatsoever. Well, with that, the newest thing, and I forget 
who I saw originally posted, but the newest thing is like hashtag bloopers. Yes. Oh, bloopers good. Yeah. happen. That's Orvis. Yeah. Orvis because, is doing that. Oh, oh, we want to see the bad side. Oh, really? We're tired of seeing a really. Good. Bill Dan's called. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, he wants it, his reel back. Yeah. It may be, um, and I, I'm being facetious because I know planning takes a lot longer than this, but uh, the Drake Film Awards was a yawner <laughs> like mm-hmm. i mean nobody was paying attention to the films um so so maybe the overproduced same handful of guys that get all the money from all of the sponsors mm-hmm. that typically you know support those type of endeavors nobody was paying any fucking attention and and you know it could be those are all films that have already been viewed on the F3T but i typically like and enjoy going to the to the film awards mm-hmm. uh in the past i have and i've felt like everybody's been pretty engaged um this year there was a little different layout to the room it could have played some portion of a role in it, but literally nobody in the back half of the room gave two shits what was up. It was loud. It was like <laughs> ignoring the shit out of what was going on. Nobody cared. Um, and, and it's because the Fly Fishing Film Tour has become so overproduced and it's the same. It's the usual suspects. Right. Um, the, the, so there's, there's like somebody that's good at the, well, okay. video and producing, so they, they well, have one every fucking year. Okay, yeah. so 120 yeah. days. Dave, yeah. right. David Mangum. David Mangum. Right. Yaka. Um, the, the same bullshit fucking shaking of the head, close-up tarpon. Yeah. Yeah. Was in this year. Was in this year's, yeah. and I was like, "That was last year, yeah. right?" Yeah. And everybody's like, "No, no, no, this is a different one." I'm like, "Are this you sure? Yeah. Are you sure?" <laughs> and, and they're like, "Like, yeah." The, the, and I was like, "But it's still fucking Dave Mangum, which, like, okay, tarpon head shake." And it's slow motion. Okay, cool. Got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Shit, you didn't win the award after all? Fuck. Yeah. So, or three years ago or two years ago or yeah, last year. And, but yeah. And yeah. to the point that like we actually, we, meaning the people I was hanging out with, started having the conversation. We're like, um, aren't these the same guys that did this shit last year? Aren't these the same fucking five guys that uh, were you here? Know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and we started talking about the fact that 10, 12 years ago, the Drake film, Five Minutes of Fly Fishing, that was what it was called originally, Mm -hmm. Drake Five Minutes of Fly Fishing. And it was like this grassroots, like, show me what the fuck's going on. It's just like like, anything else, you know, like, you know. some home video shit. Yeah, some home video, like sketchy, like, you know. (laughs) It was, it was. Like editing sucked. Yeah, editing sucked. And. But now it's like so overproduced yeah. that you're at the yeah. <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. The uh, oh, 
I'm, oh, I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just fell asleep under a table. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Because it was there was it would have been three IFTDs ago at this point. To the not the last was it the last one in Orlando yeah, that year. we were there two years ago? Yeah, it would be the th- yeah. three years ago. Yeah, that three one, years ago. I mean, there was a good portion of that where like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Slow motion, sick. A drone shot, sick. Like, same, 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 same. And there was like a funny one and like a little bit raw one. And right. everybody loved them and they were different. And it was like... Great, that's great. Okay, so this year it was either super slow-mo tarpon shot or super boring story about an old dude that is fishing for his last time, and I'm about to fucking cry because I'm pretty sure he died by the end of the film. Right. It's like Yeti's, like, dead dog video. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Hey, have you ever told you about my dead dog? So... (laughs) <laughs> Fly fishing film tour has actually been bought by another company now. Bought, bought. Yes. Uh, the, okay. So they, Warren Miller. Yep. Bought it. Looking. Yep. And but like they do a lot of like snowboard films yep. and stuff like Skiing that. Skiing and yeah. snow. Warren Miller. And and I actually while I was out there, Warren Miller's like the god. While I was while I was the snowblading T two F two roving correspondent in Denver, I was trying to find those fuckers from the film tour and say, Hey, can you guys like include us so that we can see a preview of what's coming up? Because shocker, we don't go to the local film tour um, because it's a yawner. Right. But um, (laughs) complete yawn fest, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But we would, if we got to see a preview of it, like maybe tell people, hey, it's time to do a road trip to Jacksonville right. where it's a lot yeah. of fun to go to the to the film tour. Yeah. Um, but the feedback I got was, well, the film tour just got sold and nobody really knows what's going on. We hope it's not about to die, but this is who took it over. So it kind of still remains um, unknown what's going to happen with the film tour. So it's there. I could go and, either and, way. And, and hold on. Shameless, like... Um, plug? Pl- not not even a plug. Uh, request. Mm-hmm. The hats that they just came out with the film tour guys that I saw that they were wearing, and they were like kind of like... Uh, the asses? Ass hats? They were more like... Uh, they weren't ass hats. <laughs> they were like... Uh, <laughs> They looked like forestry service hats. It was it was like uh, yeah. they no, caught they the, caught my eye, and I was like, "Damn, those are pretty cool looking." Now that could be last year's hat because right. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't didn't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you know, hey, uh, if you happen to be listening to this shit show and you're involved with F three T, please reach out to us. Yeah. Uh, Go to the contact page, reach out to us, because we would love to give you guys a little bit of a preview of your preview. Also, so that you can keep it real. Because <laughs> yeah, people like, are getting bored as fuck well, with what you're I'm putting a, out. a huge, I can speak just for myself, I'm a huge fan of like video. Good video. Absolutely. I love it. I love film. I love like a good, like well put together band. I'm like, oh, man, you're going to show me a a video 
about your dead dog. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> the Getty shit. I'm like, I like that editing, and I'm okay, like, so I always thought that was like a weird magic. I, so the the spring. original the original year that they did the film tour, um, I drove all the way down to what is it, Dania, where Dania, the yeah, uh, yeah, where yeah. the I, uh, IGFA headquarters mm-hmm. is, yep. uh, with my friend Chris. Um, just to go to this new thing called the Fly Fishing Film Tour, and we drove Did down. Did you go there. to High Lie? No, 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 no. Oh, it was good. We literally <laughs> we, we got off work, we drove our ass down there, went to the film tour, and drove home to Orlando. Like it was a late, Jeez. late, late Ooh. fucking night. That's like day trip. Um, That's like, th- like three. And it was like four a, hours. It was a yeah. Colorado yeah. fishing trip, oh, yeah. style trip down there. So when we were down there. The the highlight of the trip and like I was so and like to this day it's my favorite fly fishing film period fucking end running down the man oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and during the Drake film awards there was at least two different films sorry Tom I didn't pay too close attention because I got bored really quick but there were two different films that were. I don't even know what the award was for, but it was like the follow-up to it or like an attempt to spoof it. There was two different oh, ones. like the one that was most and, like, and, and, and know, it was reminiscent just, of or some uh, Well, no, they were, yeah. they were like, there was a guy that was like yeah. catching rooster fish off the beach, but they were like okay. teeny tiny and like he was like making fun of it. But then there was one that was like uh, running down the man 10 years later or 15, however old fucking old I am. And both of them were like, dude, seriously? Like, you're going to take that classic and try to like like, redo it or make fun of it? It's like if you're going to try to knock off Endless Summer. There you go. Yeah. Right. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Step the fuck away. It really can't be redone. Because there's a lot. To that, because you you showed us that film uh, a few months ago. I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Love it. There's a couple key things that are really cool. The B side of the CD was or DVD was even was even better. Mm-hmm. Like when Frank Smothers is in the fucking Arroyo and they're like hiding from the cops and they're like having it's like that you know they're recording mm-hmm. it but they're like Dude, yeah you know it's just fucking great and there's and that's I you think don't that's see the, and then. Three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years to 10, 12 that we're at now, everything's fucking overproduced and over contrived. And it's like, yeah. and oversold. Yeah. You can't watch them without, like, I want a major I'm presentation. I'm sick of seeing, like, and I like my Yeti stuff, but Yeti backpacks yeah. and Orvis fly rods and Able yeah. Reels. I want, just, I want a just major presentation. Of minor things is what I want. A major presentation yeah. of minor things. I want I want a wonderfully produced, wonderfully filmed, some good angle. And this is half of its luck. I don't give like I don't care who's there filming. There's a lot of stuff that like when it happens for real, God, I hope that guy's standing across the field with like the sun behind him and you know, whatever. Right. Where it's like, oh shit, man, look those guys are in the it's so pretty there, whatever. It's all going on, but it's just there's a little bit of realism in it. Like there's, you know, the suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. in in horror films or, you know, in, in, in a lot of like, I don't know, fictitious stories. 
you lost me in most of these films. Like, and I just got there all of a sudden. I showed up in my great gear, my high end shit, in my high end location, and I made the perfect cast. Fuck off. To the perfect fish. You, you van broke so, down on the so, way there. Show so me. To that end. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, tip of the fucking cap to Orvis. Yeah. Who who Orvis oftentimes gets made fun of for being the most overproduced, mm-hmm. even though they're family owned, like ultra corporate fly fishing entity. Right. And they're saying, hey, you know what? And that's how they introduce it. Right. They're like, You've seen the perfect, uh, the tight loops, the perfect destination, mm-hmm. the da, 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 da. but have you seen this fuck up? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and, you it's know, not even it's, like a, B-roll, it's a it's refreshing just more like real take. Life. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Fuck, real life is me missing 10 times as I many live, fish. I live in the touch. B-roll, yeah. Yeah, I live in the B-roll. Yeah. The perfect, perfect yeah. fucking way yeah. to put yeah. it, Carl. It's, you know? You know, I, like, the, the, Part of the video that you want to see is maybe five or ten percent of anything that I do, right? At like at best, probably. But you know what? Honestly, most people want to see the seventy to ninety percent, right? Of you, yeah. Not you at your peak, just right. you. you, right? Um, we were talking earlier. Okay, so I got lucky and got to sit down for an hour and 20 minutes with April Vokey. Right. You know how that happened? Really fucking simple. Just I fucking asked. Right. You know, and and the the crazy thing and what I want everybody that listens to our show to understand is be yourself. Be confident and and you know what? Live it. Do it. Right. There's nothing holding you back, you know? April Vokey is a kindred spirit and a fucking awesome human being. And I reached out to her months ahead of IFTD and said, hey, you know what? You do the interviews all the time. That's that's your gig, mm-hmm. right? Anchored. How about you sit down with us and mm-hmm. I'll be out there. We call it a beer with. It's me doing one-on-ones. Let's let's explore a little bit about who you are. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Sure, yeah, that sounds fucking great." And she enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I hope everybody that listened to it enjoyed it. Um, but it's it's what it's it's demonstrative of. Don't be don't put yourself in a box. Like you yeah. know, if you want to go do something, go, go do, do it. it. Go do it. <laughs> damn it. You know, that's that's the most important thing oh, yeah. in life is, like, don't let people convince mm-hmm. you that you're not worthy of going and doing or don't talk to someone. Like, fucking go, man. Mm-hmm. Have a good time. Right. Figure it, doesn't it need out. To, and it doesn't need to look like the films you've seen. No. It's not. It doesn't for me. It doesn't for Ben. It doesn't for Mark. You know, it doesn't for Larry. It's, you know, all these things have... A lot of what you don't see in these okay, fly so, fishing film tours. So reality TV, right. reality TV is a lot of the time so yeah. far from reality, right. but the the concept is real. Right. And within the fly fishing space, probably need we probably need like it's a gone, shot of that. It's gone farther away from right. reality TV and more towards contrived TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 
you know what? It'd be a lot funner to watch. It would be a way lot film more wise. Like, and this is Ooh, we've talked from about like skateboarding videos. That's and stuff. what I was gonna say. It's we've just, talked about doing like yeah. sponsor yeah. tapes. Yeah, and it's like there was the vast majority of I watched stuff I watched through my teens and maybe twenties or whatever. It was a van full of hopeful professional skateboarders, yes. you know, that farting on each other on the way there. <laughs> right. And then there's, you know, a reasonable session at some skate park or whatever. <laughs> right. Or and some like the, yeah. And it was like, there's 37 seconds of like, okay, skateboarding. And then it was like some other like, and we're broken down. Okay. So, you know, and it was, it, it's. Tell me something, yeah. Carl. What it, is a banger? I mean, there's a few. I think it goes with mash. Yeah. There's a there's bangers and mash. It's Lovely a cultural cuisine. thing, right? There's a club banger. Club banger is like a really good song. That's like <laughs> that they play in the club. Uh huh. So in the mm-hmm. when, when you're talking about a uh, skateboarding mm-hmm. film, oh, what's the banger? It's the fucking ending. And it's like the oh, fucking yeah. trick. Yeah. Of the entire fucking yeah. video. That's it. Like, yeah, it's the which which yeah. The reason I bring it up is it's the perfect the the one thing that fly fishing could learn from skateboarding is the movie can be just okay. Mm-hmm. Is You've got long, like one scene that can as make long it. as yeah, yeah one scene can make it like. Give me the struggle. Right. Give me the fucking the journey. Story, even the story. Like the, it's the like, struggle, the yeah. journey, the yeah. story. And then you know what? Banger. Yeah. Well, like. Holy shit. Yeah. And then fade to fucking black. Yeah. yeah. And we're all it's like, over. holy yeah. fuck. Terrible fly. Real life scenario yeah. that when Mark. And, and it's I more fish, reality. Yeah. How? Well, we fished that dock set up for two hours. At least. Mm. At least. How many times did we snag the dock? Oh, wrap the dock, smack the dock, and not get the fly because the water was so high. You had such a small slot to get it back mm-hmm. before. You like, show one. You what do you want on your video? One cast. Like oh yeah. look at Ben. It would be he the, nails him every time. It's that tight loop yeah. unfurling, be, and it's yeah. like. Whew. Yeah. Let me tell you, there were snook comes I up think, and eats it. I think I, think I maybe had. Two I'll good say, I think cast. Between you and I, we had <laughs> about two tight loops apiece. Yeah. Like money cast. And guess what? The fish didn't eat on those. No. Um, and we got the fish at the end on a kind of weird, like I didn't throw the fly where I wanted. Um, but it was it was the only fish I caught on. It was a lot of cast and like smacking docks. It's oh yeah. It's a tough game. But it was so worth right. it. It's not pretty, but yeah. It was, but it's real. It was real. Yeah. It's yeah. real. Well, that's something that it was Mark and I struggling and getting frustrated. <laughs> and, I think okay, that's new something game plan that's reset. Like, as far as fly fishing is concerned, coming from conventional fishing originally, if it was that easy, oh, yeah. there's no doubt that I I could take a spin rod. And or we, like skip that paddle yeah, tail. We could have pulled yeah, snook there. after snook after snook. So yeah. what? And then, moreover, you could have put a live bait under there. Oh, oh yeah, and it's over. So why are people watching fly fishing films if they think it's going to be that easy every time? That's oh, not what they got into it for. It's not that easy every time. It's harder. For sure. Well, you know like, what yeah. I mean? There's more and skill. It's involved. the same thing. Like in the RCI tournament, we fished. 
I think 10 teams started out in the fly fish only category and they all brought a spinning rod because just in case, well, not all of them, but I think all but four teams wound up by eight thirty or nine. Hadn't got a fish in the boat. So this is too hard. We got to go spinning gear. If we're going to have a chance of winning this tournament. Right. I mean, overall, like broader spectrum, you know, whatever, like shit conditions. Sure. Like, fish bait fish artificials you know conventional stuff if you want to see like fish after fish after fish and great cast over great great cast it's not gonna be on fly rods man (laughs) you know what i mean not with me around yeah (laughs) (laughs) so did i share with you guys that i found jesus Mm. no the real jesus in denver fly fish there's i've seen a lot of people that look like jesus the real jesus (laughs) <laughs> hey, Suze. It's the Mexican feller. All right. Talk to me, Goose. <laughs> <laughs> so a good friend of mine, Scott Wells, um, lives out in Denver. He is one crafty son of a bitch. Okay. A very, 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 very skilled carpenter. Um, hmm. He actually built the booth for Nautilus fly reels. Oh, cool! That was and um, their their booth was located right beside the Hero Pond. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, the casting pond. <laughs> yeah, and um, how did that go down? <laughs> it, it was <laughs> awesome. It was great. I'm glad we brought that up because I have a show note on that. And uh, <laughs> when I got out there, Scott had it all set up. And uh, for those of you that don't know. Um, one of the guys that works for Nautilus is Jesus, and he's the <laughs> real Jesus. And um, I got to hang out with the real Jesus at the uh, IFTD, and it was a lot of fun. Um, so is he is he the machinist there or what? You know, I you know I've never moved. He past, didn't hang out with him. That I've much. never. No, I did. I hung out a lot, but I've never moved past. How you doing, Jesus? Right. <laughs> I mean, just being honest, man. Like, when you're in the presence of Jesus, you don't you ask don't. a lot of questions. Right. Yeah. Right? No. Are you telling me that you'd question Jesus? Because I don't question Jesus. But I did get <laughs> I did get some awesome um, real Jesus stickers. Nice. So, everybody, I have real Sweet. Jesus stickers to pass out. Um, not not the Superman sticker that you're thinking. There's an actual real Jesus okay. Paul Puckett version. <laughs> oh, yeah. hey now, I do yeah. love me some Puckett stuff. Um, I got to Thanks, hang out. Speaking of Puck, Mr. Puckett, I got to uh, see Mr. Puckett quite a few times over the course of the few days that I was out in Denver. Oh, he was there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh. yeah he was he, out he there. He was out there having a good old time. He. Uh, I do love Colorado. (laughs) Oh, hey, Larry. (laughs) I'm drawing this trout on this this here cooler. I'm about to draw some Larry. This here cooler makes him sound like he's a redneck. He's not. I feel like we. Uh, Big up, though. Pause. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Was that the first redfish on his new skiff? He, I think he, Alex, and his father-in-law went out yesterday or today. Yeah, it was. It was. That's pretty sticky. It was. Congrats, Paul. Um, did, did anybody happen to see, and, uh, I was a little bit like icky feeling after seeing it. Um, Drake Boatworks, um, uh, they just delivered a new outlaw headed to Texas. Yep. That's the icky part. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> people from Texas, 
I've never met some a people person. from Texas are icky. <laughs> um, it had a brand new push pole because it's a brand new skiff. Oh, I saw and it that. Had the like a sock. skiff condom or the, uh, <laughs> the push pole <laughs> condom. Push pole condom. It was uh, red. It was red on the tip. Yeah. So, oh, you talking pee condom? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, my understanding of that is if you are parking your boat in the sun a lot. It keeps the pole from like blooming. Wow. From getting, uh, you don't want your pole to bloom. No, you want like you don't want I push do. pole puberty. <laughs> It'll. That's when you get like the gunk in your hand. Uh, that was the wrong choice of words. <laughs> that blooming. The uh, that's Take when you get the fiberglass easy. shards in your hand, right. not gunk. Um, so you don't want to like dry the red out. on the end is in lieu, like because you're supposed to have a flag if it hangs too far off your boat. I think it's like just another like a marker. I mean, at this point, I'm gonna stop talking before. I mm-hmm. <laughs> so is it stupid? Is oh. it an add-on? Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be dollars. What? Ninety dollars. That was my next question. How much is a fucking sock? Sock. It's ninety <laughs> bucks. Ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. bucks. So could, wow. could you imagine how much a push bowl kid is? Over the years, Uh, um, amortized, you're fucked. Yeah. So the hero pond. So, and I I don't want everyone to take this the wrong way. So if you do, just write Taylor trash, and they'll they'll all be chastised. So a big thing I think everybody who even remotely looked at IFTD was the four year old. The four year old. I can't remember his name. I should. Uh oh nightmare. How outside of like that kid's arm has to hurt like severely cuz every day it seemed like that's all he did. Um you talking about childcaster? Oh yeah. yeah. How oh, does yeah. a kid yeah. right. get a badge to an industry show? He's not a guide. It's and if you went with his dad, cool. How do you Yeah, are him? you going to turn away a kid at the door? Just because I mean they turned me away. Right. <laughs> ben was a I have once. to be perfectly fair. I have no ill will against this kid. It was just something that like clicked and Don and I assumed it's because like he I'm was sure his it was dad a, a, and they're just like oh yeah yeah go 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 a booth representative yeah 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 kid or something uh, yeah. but the kid could cast oh he could it was fun <laughs> watching him his he, little his little body yeah just, I just I'm like dang that I'm, was I'm a grown man I can't I think people <laughs> who have done P ninety X have worked out less in a day than that kid did just full body work yeah. out. keep going kid wah, 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 I gotta take wah. a picture of this from my Facebook yeah. oh he was I'm gonna get he YouTube was ripping him here to feel yeah I mean he was he what, was throwing down with the yeah, like, yeah at least I'd say so and double hauling what that poor kid I should remember his name <laughs> do you even you know what I mean <laughs> he did he did he did he did better than a lot of people. Yeah. Dude. So it is fun watching those videos. There was a guy I saw one where he was like casting, and then like handed the rod off to his girlfriend so she could cast it. While he like I think he held her purse. That was Ooh. that was endearing and yeah. touching. Um, like he lost his man blood. <laughs> no, I, so I don't think guys lose their man card from holding their woman's purse or others. Yeah, I think that's like a silly dumb silly. thing. Um but yeah. Um No, there's nothing about but yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. here's, here's the here's the truth of that whole story about <laughs> yeah. that four year old. Uh, uh, I, spent, I, I spent two days asking to see that fucker's birth certificate. And that, that was, was a fucking that was midge. never produced. That was a midge. Yes. Yeah. There, there was, there was a little something afoot there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and what told me that there was like a little bit of like deception happening mm-hmm. was the fact that not one single rod brand stepped out to be like, see, See, see our newest, greatest, latest. Even a four-year-old could cast 120 feet, and the pond is only 110. <laughs> True. I mean, am I right or am I? I mean, wrong? I never saw a close-up video of them either. No, it was always from afar. Yeah, smoke and mirrors, baby. Hanson, good job, looking like a four-year-old. <laughs> I just read a story about somebody adopting a kid from Malaysia, Eastern Europe, or something, and it wasn't really a kid. It was like a oh, it was an, a, adult, a, an adult, and and she what? tried to kill. And she tried to kill the adopting parents. So they hauled ass to Canada, and they got arrested for leaving a kid. Yeah, alone. even though she's not a, kid. a child, right? Man, you she, know I, things I, happen. I don't want to so, say you know she had what is it, that progeria or whatever yeah. it is, but. She what the fuck is progeria? That's a situation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> right. It's a uh, sick thing. Isn't that, hold on, isn't that somebody's like nickname, the situation? Uh, Mike, Mike, the situation right. from the Jersey Shore. Is that what it is? It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God. But, Mark uh, and his TV choices. <laughs> I like it. But, yeah, she she's not quite a little person, but she's small enough to... Pass as a child. Pass as a child and get adopted as a child. And then she tried to off the family she was with. And That's so like, rude. Well, I know. You know Canada, pro tip. Canada's got some weird stuff going on. No, I, no. This was in the U.S. U.S. And then, and then the parents were like, fuck this yeah. route. Oh, she, she was in Indiana. Yeah. And then they hauled ass. To, the parents to hauled ass to get away from her. To oh. save their own lives from so, this fucking midget devil. <laughs> okay. Pro and tip. then they got arrested because they left the kid alone at the house. <laughs> That's bizarre. Okay. Pro tip. If someone opens their home pro and adopts, tip. you don't try to kill them. That's right. rude. Second pro tip. <laughs> don't adopt weird kids from the <laughs> Eastern Europe or wherever and leave them in America and run to Canada. Don't care if they're trying to kill Even them. if they're an adult. Man up. Kill back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to back to happier times. Yes, yes. Um, enough of this killing kids. The uh, <laughs> the the highlight. People of, are so fucking like the highlight weird. of IFTV was the fact that our good friend Rich Farino mm-hmm. was yeah. out, and God Rich, him, Rich guy. and I had the opportunity to after the show was over on Saturday we. Took I-70 to the west, up into the Rockies, through the pass, down into the Fraser Valley, out and met up with that huge fly fisherman, that careless Ethiopian, Ben Sittig, and our good friend Leif. Mm -hmm. And we did a float on the Colorado River. Oh, nice. And we caught... A mess of brown trout. We ate 
some delicious fried chicken. Mm. Um, ben, Ben like pulled out all the stops. Like he even had like, wow. um, I don't want to call it charcuterie, but, uh, he did have some like meats and cheeses that were, oh. uh, meat stick and processed cheese. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, no, no, it was just, uh, you know, he, he bought it from like the deli. It was all oh, okay. pre, pre, pre prepared. Yeah. Um, we had a few cold beers and, uh, Leif's dog, uh, Dingo, Dingo was uh, joined us on the trip, and uh, it was just a fucking outstanding, awesome day on the water. Because Rich was on Ben's raft, and you were Uh, for most of the day. Okay, Uh, we did switch up a little bit. I fished with Ben just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Rich probably fished a majority of the day with Ben, uh, mainly because I already knew Leif. Uh, okay. Leif joined us, and uh, that way I could fish uh, on Leif's raft, and mm-hmm. that allowed Rich to to fish, and just gave us both better quality fishing. Which uh, Ben and Leif, thank you very much to both of you for uh, being selfless and staying on mm-hmm. the oars all day. <laughs> um, I offered every time we were coming up on rapids. I was like, "Hey, I could, I, <laughs> I could." I could row, you know. I got this. And they're like, no, it's okay. <laughs> but uh, the offer was there. Um, I, I have noticed that, and I, I believe we've talked about it. They're really hesitant to for, for safety, not just, you know, they're trying to be courteous. So, so to, it's, to safety. Right. Um, you know, it was, it was weird, and I, I didn't... I didn't say anything to uh, Rich at the time, but I'm going to call him out on the podcast because it's just what we do. Um, I found it odd that, and, and we didn't encounter like much in the way of white white water. Uh, probably class threes were the most we went through, but uh, everybody on both boats were wearing PFDs except for Rich. And I, I was just like, I, you know, I'm not one to tell anybody to do oh. what their business is, but uh, Rich don't give a rip. I guess you know, Rich just decided <laughs> that you know it wasn't something mm-hmm. that he needed to Rich do. Rich living and die. Um, big boy, I, big boys don't float. Mm-hmm. Me, me personally, I wanted to come back home to Florida, <laughs> so uh, you know, I wore my PFD the whole day, and yeah. uh, you know, it was it was actually quite comfortable. Probably the highlight of that day was we're coming across interstate 70 and so when you put in a a destination on your gps typically it gives you like two or three different ways you can go and they're all within like 10 15 minutes of each other as far as like how long it's going to take to get there and when we put it in it was like supposed to be like a little over two hours to get to the rendezvous point with ben or it could be like an additional 20 minutes to go what I'll call the scenic route. Mm-hmm. And that is, I don't know whether it was state road or county road or U.S. highway, but it was 40. And it's up over the pass. And then you come down into the Fraser Valley past Winter Park. And I was like, that's the way we're going to go. I don't care what the GPS is telling you to take the next exit. So we went through the pass. And I want to say the pass is probably like, 11, 12,000 feet uh, when you go across it. Yeah. And there was snow. And uh, I think I even posted a story yeah. of it, but that was the highlight. Like, Rich, Rich is like 
totally giddy at that point. <laughs> like that, it's like snowy, and he's like, "Oh, there's snow," and I was able to pick up a fucking snow yeah. and belt him without <laughs> like seeing it coming. But uh, the, uh, the probably should have known at that point to put his PFD on. That's but. right. <laughs> highlight for me was seeing you guys moon the train. At least I think you mooned the train. But Ben is talking. Ben is talking out of turn. <laughs> that was on a private um, post or, or or a text exchange. Was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay, well, sorry. But but since you In brought that up, Ted, sorry, sorry, sorry. And I thought that was and that was public. actually that was actually Leif and I that did okay. that. Um, and uh, for those of you that Do you guys hang hams for, <laughs> oh yeah. Pretty good for Harambe. <laughs> so, so, so as we we had stopped on a little uh, stretch of the river that uh, we were going to sight fish with dry flies, um, some fish that like to hang on the bank, and we were on the opposite side of the river from the train tracks, and I was like, "Yo, Ben, is this like that iconic?" Um, Mooning the Amtrak, Amtrak section that I'm thinking I, I'm recognizing here. And he was like, it is. He mm. goes, but, you know, just depends on what the train schedule is or whatever. So, And then you hear, womp, womp, <laughs> and you're like, it's on. Then we're like, holy shit. And I was right. like, Ben, get the fucking camera out. And uh, <laughs> Leif and I made sure and waited and strategically dropped trowel mm-hmm. just as the bubble car. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I, I felt the most appropriate was to like give the thumbs up as <laughs> right. my ass was hanging right. out. So. <laughs> to get any thumbs up back, <laughs> it's Colorado. A couple of people waved. They were like, waved. you know what? Hell with it. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, got dudes. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Be like, kids, look at the nature. <laughs> right. Oh. They do a Wrong lot of nature. weird stuff here Wrong in this nature. park. <laughs> we, um, at the, uh, Carl, at the takeout, mm. we, uh, the shuttle, the shuttle, yeah. the shuttle had yeah, uh, delivered. Crackhead. The, drive uh, your car up Yeah, we had street. a crackhead <laughs> deliver yeah. the car or the truck, SUV, whatever. And, to, tr- uh, and the trailer. But uh, as we were leaving, this is for Ted. So Theodore. when I went to... Canada over the summer for Atlantic Salmon, I had asked Ted specifically, will we be going somewhere where I can see a moose? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. We never saw a single fucking moose. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. <laughs> so, yeah, eh? Right. Um, and then... Colorado like, delivered, man. I don't Colorado know if you guys saw the pictures. Me, yeah. Like, I literally got like four to five feet away from a mule deer, little buck. Yep. I think he probably wanted like peanut butter or something because he was right in the oh, middle yeah, of camp. Some granola. But uh, that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it was just, uh, it was, you know, IFT was a lot of fun. Um, didn't really get into like checking out all the new stuff that was out or any of that stuff. I just really had a good time mm-hmm. catching up with old friends, um, seeing some of the new stuff that was out, um, going and seeing uh, some good music um, from the Wrinkle Neck Mules. Um, 
I wish I could say that I really, really super enjoyed the film awards. That was you enjoyed your time at. Oh, I I definitely enjoyed (laughs) the time there. Right. right. Um, I I just uh, I question the timing of the the trade show this year, and I hope maybe next year it's a little bit more relevant. Um, Most of the dealers had already ordered all their 2020 stuff. Um, so there wasn't quite as many people there as, uh, Oh, wasn't that well attended? May have been, you know, that's the weird thing is like after kept like hyping that it was like the most well attended show in like years, but it didn't feel like it. Maybe it could have been the space was bigger. I don't know. Right. But, well, and you know, Orlando, everybody's kind of used to seeing the, uh, I cast slash and it, crowd, yeah, and, and, and it could be, yeah. it could be that yeah. you know when you take it I cast full. out of it, yeah. it it it's smaller, but smaller it, that feels that fills the convention center pretty quick, and right? It's a big deal. So, but uh, other than that, you know, like uh, good trip. Oh, I would be remiss if I did not mention this. So leading up to. Going out to IFTD, um, I was getting the email updates from AFTA. And one of the things that they had suggested was that if we as attendees to the show could do our able best to minimize our carbon footprint, that uh, there were opportunities to utilize regional um, train service from the airport into town mm. and that there was uh, buses that uh, could could move you around uh, to, to the show and stuff. And that way, we're more carbon neutral, I suppose. Um, and how full is it there? I mean, is it super busy? downtown area it is it's it's vibrant like it's vibrant yeah park a car and 17 miles away and walk in yeah so i actually did partake in the um train Mm -hmm. from the airport and everybody's high ten dollars ten dollars ten dollars and fifty cents um like a little 40 minute ride in on the train um my hotel uh, when I got off the train, I had like a block and a half to drag my bags over to check into the hotel, and then that's a good rip forty minutes for ten bucks. Yeah, well, and then you can't do that in a car. No, huh? Yeah, no, no. no. If I'd have rented a car or, or even Just a gas mileage, an Uber, yeah, an Uber would have been more. Yeah. Um, so it was refreshing mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Now, leading. Up to the show, they used the terminology, kind of like the uh, podcast that we were referring to earlier. They said, most reasonable, reasonable anglers have recognized that with global climate change, that it would be um, a good idea to do this type of thing. That means, if you're not an idiot... (laughs) 
if you don't do this, you're not reasonable. If you're not a, de- it's shame. You're a crazy. If person. you're not a denier, right? One of those you, you crazy be, <laughs> deniers. Cr- a crazy person. Unreasonable. Unreasonable. Right. So, and I don't think the science is settled. Me personally, because there's science that I've seen and read that makes me question some of the conclusions sure. about anthropologic um, climate change. Um, I'll be the first to admit that the climate is changing. Right. Um, that That's the only constant in our world mm-hmm. is the world is changing. Right. Uh, if it didn't change on a regular basis, we wouldn't have awesome things like arches, uh, National Park. Yeah. We wouldn't have right. Grand Canyon National Park. Uh, right. You know, that's part of the world. It changes, right? Um, where it comes from, I think, is, you know, where it comes from or if we're speeding it up or whatever is the science that mm, takes a lot more reading into. Sure. And I made the observation and I think I could probably recruit more people because I do think it's of value to tread lightly mm-hmm. in the environment. Um, leave no trace is a good policy. Um, and if and if I can limit my impact on yeah. the planet, I'm all for it. Whether it's eliminating single-use plastics, mm-hmm. whether it's riding the train... But specifically when it comes to transportation, I think I could recruit more people by saying, hey, Ben, are you headed out to IFTD this year or next year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I thought, was, I thought you were just going to go on a, on a Hey, thing. man, yeah. check this out. You could minimize your environmental impact by drinking glass bottles of beer and then just getting on the train. But if more you smoke so, too much weed, the smoke equals the no. same smoke from a steam train. So if if you if you take the train and then utilize the free bus to get from your hotel to the show, you'll you're save gonna, a ton of money. You're going to save a ton of money that you can otherwise spend on beer. Mm-hmm. And you're like... Win, win, win. That's where the beer comes in. <laughs> hey. I knew it was going to come in. Hey, I love yeah. beer. Yeah. In the, uh, yeah. Win, motherfucking win. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then yeah. I don't have to shame you into it. I just say, no. hey... Cheers, Ben. Yeah, yeah. More money for beer. More yeah. money for beer. Yeah. Let's save some beer this, money. This beer's on the environment. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um, and if we've learned anything from, I think there's a there's a company. Um, well, there's a certain amount of dishonesty. In born the, plans, maybe. Um, recently posted an article blaming climate change on women. <laughs> oh my uh, god So that was pretty epic <laughs> You know I, I actually saw What you were talking about And it was like I don't know that it blamed women but No it's, but it certainly it's, said it's, They didn't know what they were talking about it, said, it basically said We need to mansplain To the women folk <laughs> right. What's I, going on I've reread this Several times uh, I was shocked Because you thought You were losing your mind there, No there's gotta be well, in today's world, like you're done. <laughs> is that um, like? Is it? There's got to be like I feel like there's got to be words missing that never made the page. But there's not a lot of typos in the whole rest of the article. So it's the um, fifty twenty five percent on the water program. So here's the thing that means only seventy. What we've learned from emerged plans 
is even though we're trying to get 50-50 on the water, Uh the 30% is responsible for 70% of the climate impact. I think it has to do... Oh, excuse you. I, I've tried to like come up with like a, a excuse you. I don't know if hyper, like it's hyperbole, mm. hyperbole. <laughs> dang it, I'm tired. Um, hyperbolic symbolism for why they could be having that much of an impact. But I think the article is enough just comedy in itself. They, like, <laughs> how did you how did you blame this on <laughs> on women? Like without blaming it, I would just say if they yeah. were smarter and understood the issue more, this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, somebody needed an editor. Because yeah. when yeah. I read that after you'd highlighted it, I was <laughs> like, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's fucking classic. <sighs> Somebody's having like a bad email night. Yes. Tonight. Yes. Oh, it's, it's going to be oh, God. fun. Well, so um, let's talk about what we did before the show tonight. Um, we had the awesome opportunity to go up to New Smyrna Beach and visit the Marine Discovery Center. Um, for those of you that participated back in June um, in the poker run, Dingy Derby, we were able to meet up with the chairman of the board as well as the executive director of the Marine Discovery Center today to uh, make that donation that you all made possible by participating and donating money and participating in the raffle. A little over $5,000. Uh, which is actually going to have a lot of meaningful input or impact uh, in what they're doing um, here to work on water quality issues Mm -hmm. uh, and restoration and conservation here in Mosquito Lagoon. We're going to be working a lot more closely with Marine Discovery Center. Uh, Next year, we're looking at probably an April event. Um, So... I really enjoyed getting yeah, and to I meet thought that them. was cool. Oh yeah, yeah. it was neat. Mm. Um, they were excited, and I, I didn't like. I felt like it wasn't them. Like, oh yeah, we love your donation, but like, thanks. These yeah. grants are worth hundreds of thousands. Of dollars. It was yeah. genuine. Like, no, this is awesome. This yeah. is going to be put to good use. You guys, like, as the stakeholders in the lagoon, right, have helped make an impact in the future of the lagoon. And that, that's, I felt, that's how I came across Something with it. Something I was, like, taken back by a little bit is the fact that they've pioneered, I don't know if they're the first ever or whatever, but they have a program that they've, you know, set forth for the lagoon that they've made work. And then they've had other, you know, agencies um, and schools and so on and so forth around the state adopt like their system yes look this is how we made this work and that you know people reach out in community centers and whatever reach out and then we're like yeah we want to do this but it costs too much money or it's you know it's just not realistic where do we where do we get the yeah yeah. the stuff to do this right and they're like yo here's how we did it here's like our i don't know like our template and they've really kind of spread not just a message, but like a system of changing things for 
the positive. Yeah. And well, it's some on, they were saying the West Coast of Florida, they were looking to move in Tampa Bay. Yeah. I've got stuff up and down the East Coast. And I'm like, man, that is like, I like the fact that the reach is even farther than we even imagined here. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. man, I thought yeah. this was like here, right here. Cool. This is what we're doing. And they're like, yeah, we've come up with the, the, the Iggy, man. We're, we're doing this everywhere, you know? Yeah. And, and Jess kind of painted the picture where, there's plenty of organizations that want to do some of the restoration programs, mm-hmm. uh, especially with like restoring or- oyster reefs, oyster beds, oyster beds, and they don't know where to go to get this stuff. But they've developed such a program yeah. where they're recycling yeah. the oyster shells that they're not necessarily doing the actual boots on the ground work, but they're enabling. Everybody, Other, everybody else right. that would be able, yeah. And and I was thinking about that, like if they were to say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna keep this tight. We want to be able to do this, like the whole start to finish process ourselves. Mm-hmm. That impact is gonna one, it's gonna be smaller, but two, it's gonna be harder to get past the local area because now you have to drive this, you have to do that. But when you have a partner in Jacksonville that wants to plant oyster beds and but they're like okay mm-hmm. so all these go to marine discovery center they get them prepped and get them ready we just pick them up and then we go put them out for them mm-hmm. it's, it's a pretty awesome way right. to get like They've the really whole state involved yeah and and then working with the schools and getting kids in the next generation excited about conservation and, and getting involved and seeing their hard work statewide well, on, on the school level the the singular thing that shocked me was the fact that they have schools where they bring mangroves mm-hmm. and the kids raise the mangroves for what was it two years yeah three something years. two or three yeah. years yeah, yeah and and so they get them to a certain size which in my mind I'd always thought it was just like hey you know, propagule has a couple of leaves out. You know, you mm-hmm. put it in the ground and it's, it's, it'll you take know. hold. And yeah. yeah. And they've done enough research and studies to understand that it, it's that two or three year old plant that actually makes the more of the impact. Right. Right. And to get kids in, what were they saying? It was seventh and eighth graders that were doing really a lot involved, with, yeah. That they do a lot with. And, that to me is super important that they're recruiting and instilling the outdoor conservation values yeah. mm-hmm. in kids of that age. That's going to make a and huge in the local difference level, moving mm-hmm. forward. Like pretty heavy. Like, what was it, nine schools in Volusia County alone? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a significant, it wasn't like one school was doing right. this. Right. So the, and it, the weird thing is, it's like a, like, so the kids get involved, they do the thing, but it's kind of outsourcing part of the program mm-hmm. to where the, all those mangroves don't have to be in a greenhouse at that facility. True. They right. can do more because there's nine right. you know, middle schools or high schools or whatever they're, full of... It's the scale. Right. They're, they're, yeah. they're scaling right. it up. Right. And it's, I mean, well thought out. I, I was a little, not surprised, but, you know, when I heard there was so much more than I thought going on. I was like, whoa, man, yeah. this is a good little system right here. Yeah. Nice hustle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So looking forward, um, I think 
I'm going to be kind of busy over the next couple of three weeks, but uh, I would like for us to try to put together maybe like we did back early spring last year. We did uh, a sandbar meetup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe let's try to put together a sandbar meetup mm-hmm. and uh, who knows, maybe we do a little uh, shoreline trash pickup or something mm-hmm. followed by, you know, having some beers. Holidays are coming up. Yep. Um, maybe we get uh, some folks together and uh, do something like that. Mm-hmm. If that's something that you would like to participate in, reach out to us on social media. We'll definitely keep you guys up to date. But that's probably the next yeah. thing that we're going to put together. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's fall. It's we've had a couple cool days already. So yeah, yeah. it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It Hopefully, was, it was still a little, <laughs> little oh, warm today. Got a little, yeah, a little foisty out there. But. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know about you guys, but uh, it is. Wow, it's, yeah. it's tomorrow already. Sick. <laughs> so uh, maybe it's time that we uh, start thinking about rolling out of here and. Uh, we're going to leave you with uh, a little bit of the uh, scene that I got to take in out in Denver with a little bit of the Wrinkle Neck Mules out at Fish Pond headquarters. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. This is episode 35 of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. We'll catch you on the next one. Yeah.